Hi, Harry. What's the matter, buddy? Is it 2020? 2020, 2020 happened, yeah. Yeah, it's 2020. That's how I feel about 2022. It's, oh, no. Are you looking forward to the new year? What else do you want to watch? Do you want to watch the Avengers? Me. Who's, who's your favorite Avenger, Harry? Nothing. Nothing? Yeah. Oh, then we're done here. Ask ask him. No, ask him what he thinks we have in store for 2021. Harry, what do you think is in store for 2021? Ooh. Well, that's not a good answer. I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. Be advised that the Literate Apecast is recorded for adults with adult themes and language. If you are easily offended, best to cover your ears. But then why listen to a podcast, dumbass? Christmas. Uh, it was it was different, uh, but it was nice. It was really nice. Um, I, you know, I mean, we there were presents, there was food. Like Katie cooked an incredible meal, and we, you know, we we got lazy with movies. Um, we got some great gifts. I'm not going to tell you what they are because that's a secret. There you go. Know. Yeah, yeah. I I ended up getting <laughs> hit by a, a guy a guy uh, who was going to try to almost hit me. Fucking ran me right over in Wichita. Just, just. I mean, I'm, I'm actually, I've, I've lost one of my legs. Oh my god. Yeah. Was yeah. it for those? Was it me? It might have been you. I'm sure apparent, looked like you. I, I run people over. That's kind of my thing. Well, my sister, my sister, when she saw the guy drive away, kept saying Arab terrorist, Arab terrorist. I said it might have been David. Yeah. Uh, All right. For those of you listening, we're not recording after Christmas. This is just dropping after Christmas, and. Uh, so we don't know what our Christmas is going to be like, but we're... <laughs> Arab terrorist. I don't identify as an Arab terrorist. I identify as an Italian terrorist. There you go. Italian terrorist works. So anyway, this is our Christmas New Year's episode. Christmas, when you're listening, if anybody's bothering to listen to us right now, this is after Christmas, before New Year's. So God, but... I guess what I wanted to say is like, all right, <laughs> let's start it. This is the last episode of one of the weirdest fucking years yeah. on on record we are saying farewell to 2020 in a few days so my question is is 2021 gonna be like an old friend returning to something a little more normal or that hitchhiker with the bad teeth and maybe a switchblade that you pick up and he seems real nice but yeah he's got covid and a bad economy and a child screaming in the background i think you're both wrong i think you are both both options are wrong i think that 2021 is going to be the hitchhiker that offers you uh, to take his teeth out and blow you hi harry what's the matter buddy is it 2020 2020, 2020 happened yeah yeah it's 2020 that's how I feel about 2022. It's, oh no. Are you looking forward to the new year? Yeah. Do you want to watch, what else do you want to watch? Do you want to watch the Avengers? Me. Who's, who's your favorite Avenger, Harry? Nothing. Nothing? Yeah. Oh, then we're done here. Ask ask him. No, ask him what he thinks we have in store for 2021. Harry, what do you think is in store for 2021? Ooh. 
Well, that's not a good answer. That's not all a good right, sign at all. That's more like right. the hitchhiker, hitchhiker yeah. with the switchblade, yeah. Harry, do you have any New Year's resolutions? No. Okay. Okay. Do you want to learn, do you want to get potty trained in 2021? No. You just want to keep pooping in your pants? No, I'm a diaper. Okay. Okay. Mm. Why don't you go brush your teeth and go snuggle with Mommy and Molly, okay? And I need a fresh diaper. Yeah, go get a fresh diaper, too. Well, sweetheart, Daddy's trying to make money. This is how Daddy makes money. <laughs> we make money? I love Katie's laugh in the background. We make money doing this? When did that happen? <laughs> I know, Molly can be in the office. It's okay. Because she's quiet. Okay, love you. No. All right, buddy. Um, no, here's, here's the thing. Is 2021... 2021 doesn't give a shit about it being 2021. Like, yeah, there's no time. There's no like, yeah. oh man, December 31st. Well, everything's gonna be great again. No, this is what 2021 is gonna be like. Is trying to record a podcast with an unhappy child. <laughs> this this is the best podcast I've ever heard. He wants to if watch you're listening the this. Yeah, of course he wants the iPad. It's uh, it's it. that there's ah, oh, this is so funny. It, yes, this is okay. So this is really, I think it's very metaphorical. This is what 2020 has felt like, and as you're saying, yeah. 2021 is just sort of a marker we put on it. It's just going to be the same child screaming for an iPad and wanting a dirty, you want a, a fresh diaper. Yeah, it's and it's That's actually what, it's really annoyed me, and like it's one of those things where. I know last week I talked about how, like, I don't give a fuck about a lot of things. Yeah. But the things I do give a fuck about are often very minute. Uh-huh. Or it's minutia that, you know, to some people. But it's not to me. Like, it's the little shit that drives me fucking crazy. So people that are like, oh, man, when 2020 is over, oh, I can't wait for that. That's, first of all, that's arguably anti-Semitic. If I were woke, I would argue that was anti-Semitic. Because Israel doesn't operate on the Roman Gregorian calendar. It's year 57 fucking 80 something or whatever the fuck it is. Their new year happens in September. Happens in the fall. So, well they're backwards like hill people. What are you talking about? And that is anti-Semitic. <laughs> right? So like the fucking like the calendar doesn't give a shit. So shut the no. fuck up. Because if you All had right, covid well, on December 31st, you're probably going to still have it on January 1st. On January 1st. Yeah, this is true. Well, on the other hand, you know, we talked about this last week is I am uh, I am I'm changing it. I, one of the things I found out, uh, what was it, two weeks ago, I found out at my very last uh, casino leadership meeting was that uh, I start my new job January 4th. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And apparently one of the engineers, or our head of engineers was like, oh yeah, okay, so January 4th, we're going to start remodeling the casino bathrooms again. And it, it occurred to me that when I got hired they were remodeling the casino bathrooms and there were portageons outside. What? So so I was her- it's almost like a bizarre bookend to my year and a half as a casino manager was that I, when I got there they were remodeling the bathrooms and now that I'm leaving they're remodeling the bathrooms. What the fuck is happening to the bathrooms that they need remodeling every every year and a half? Have you ever been in the Wild Wild West? Have you seen the people that come in there? 
Yeah, but are they like shitting on? Are they shitting holes through the walls? No, but this is the thing. This is the thing. What you have, uh, and I and there, I, I I understand why they're redesigning because it was badly designed the first time. But like one of the things that I've said that you know once I'm done at uh, the Wild Wild West, um, and you know I'm still gonna go there. I'm still gonna go so I can be a patron. I can go be a guest because I know all the goddamn machines that pay out. I mean, <laughs> fuck off, right? I know. <laughs> I know the loosest machines on this right. goddamn casino floor because I fucking worked on them for a year and a half. So you're goddamn right. I'm going to yeah. go and see if I can get some gravy out of that shit. But one of, the, one of the jokes has been <laughs> that my way of celebrating 2021 is that I'm going to come in as at least one day as the single worst guest Ever. Uh, an amalgam. I am going to come in. I'm not going to have a mask. I'm going to bitch about my constitutional rights when they try to get me to wear a mask. I'm going to bitch. Then I'm going to wear it, but only once in a while and under my nose, you know? Yeah. I'm going to do that shit. I'm going to go to the Orleans just down the street. Yep. I'm going to get a bunch of like three or four cent vouchers and use those as my tips. Oh my God. Okay, I'm going to go to the sports book and I'm going to place a bet and then walk away from the space sports book and then like five minutes later come back and say, you got my bet wrong. I want my money back. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm going to wear because I know all the codes so I can go change. I'm going to wear like uh, I'm going to put on like nothing but like ripped up Hanes underwear and a child's <laughs> T-shirt and go lay out in the front and bum cigarettes off of people and talk about <laughs> the fact that Trump won the election. You know, I'm going to Any, anything with dead worst. pigeons, anything with dead pigeons. Um, well, you know, but with no dead pigeons, but I am then going to do this. I'm going to go into the men's room and uh, lock myself in there and just stay there for 45 fucking minutes while everyone else has to take a shit. Yeah. Because that's what these meth heads do on the property that I've been a manager for. So I got to say, man, and it's, it's, be, it's since I've become a dad that there's a lot of people that act the exact same way as a two-and-a-half-year-old toddler who flips his shit because the iPad battery's dead and he doesn't understand why he can't watch the iPad anymore. It's fucking dead, you dipshit. That's it. It's that simple. Put your fucking mask on. These are the rules. Me me banging on the fucking bathroom stall door and saying, you got a minute before I drag you out ass out and drag you into the street because this isn't a fucking library. It's pretty common. Well, that's one of the jokes now. I'm... I'm telling you, that's one of the jokes on the floor is that even even guests, they've heard me say this so many times that it's not a library. When the prostitutes go in there and just are hanging out and charging their phones, it's not a fucking library. Let's go. Because that's what I say. And it's just one of my things. So, yeah. But so, that um, there is sort of a... A refreshing, a, a rinse... It's a it's a page yeah, turn in some yes, way. And is. I know for it me, is. I'm feeling that page turn. Yeah. And I think lots of people are feeling that page turn, but the question, yeah. I guess what it begs the question is, I mean, are you, do you do, I mean, you asked Carrie, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Uh, I mean, my big resolution sort of, is get a, get a fucking COVID vaccine. That's my one resolution for 2021. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that would be one that, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, mean that, that feels kind of like a no brainer. Yeah. Unless you well, have no brain and then you and, don't want a fucking vaccine. You, you, but. Exactly. Yeah. Then then you are a no-brainer. Yeah. And it's the Darwin Awards and yes. you should die from Oh COVID. my God. Can you imagine the Darwin Awards in like 2025? Like, <laughs> it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's I, I do appreciate the idea of a fresh start, turning a new page. And, you know, like one of the very few things that I hang on to about Judaism that's ingrained in me is I, I loved, I always loved the Jewish New Year. 
happening in the fall because it was like at the beginning of school. Like, so there's a new school year, and then a that new year. Yeah. So there's like yeah. this feeling of newness because you know, new school meant new trapper keeper, new clothes, new class, new friend. You know, so everything was fresh and new. Um, this year, you know, I'll be coming up on my one year anniversary at August Jackson, which is okay. That's that's exciting. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so like, yeah, there is that sense of newness and we do have the vaccine at, I guess it's above the horizon now. It hasn't totally risen. Like I wouldn't say that, you know, it's, we're, we're not at noon, but it's like 7 a.m. Oh no, we're not close. Well, it's the like thing 7 a.m. Like, as far as the. You and I, you and I being of a certain age, we're not going to be, we're not going to have the vaccine available to us until probably March. I'm fine with that. But that but it's happening. That. that it's happening. That it's happen- is, that's is, helpful. Yeah, you know. and and quite frankly, we've gotten in uh, in in twenty days into January, we will finally we will finally have Donald Trump without his thumb on the the levers of yeah. power. I mean, he'll still be around, he'll still be obnoxious, but then he's just a cranky fucking asshole. Yeah, and who gives a shit? You know, it has um, been nice the last few month or whatever it's you know month and a half whatever it's been now since the election. Yeah. He's been very quiet, and the news has been they're ignoring him. Yeah. And good, like and I, yeah, it's 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 very nice. So and, yeah, uh, I, I mean, so that's going to be a nice start to the year. Yes, we are going to still be in the throes of a pandemic. We are in the still throes of a culture war. Going to be a cultural war. We're going to be in the throes of an economy that is going to be struggling probably for the next three years at least. But I'm excited um, because you know, but I, I may. Maybe I, I go back to, maybe they'll open up the office again. Maybe I'll get to travel for work like we wanted to. Maybe we'll get to go yeah. to Israel like dad, you know, for dad's 70th birthday that we couldn't do last year that yeah. we'll get to do. So like there's, there's a lot yeah, of fi- potential I'm, opportunity. Yeah. I'm finally yeah. going to be able to, I mean, I've been in, in the two years we've been in Vegas, almost two years we've been in Vegas. Um, I've spent a year and a half of that time working from 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. five nights a week, mm-hmm. and uh, including the weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I've been, I've been, you know, it's, uh, my nights have been taken up by, you know, being in a casino. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, I have. First of all, I create my own schedule. You know, I mean, granted, there, it's an international company, and I'm going to have to adjust certain hours. You know, I mean, I know that we're going to have a 7 a.m. Uh, Zoom call every morning, kind of, and I'm going to have to adjust my schedule. But yeah. but ultimately, I create my own schedule, which means um, Dana and I can actually explore Las Vegas, yeah, like for real. Now we're going to wait until you know COVID, but there's you know we're going to go to Utah. We want to go to LA some more. We want to go to Arizona. There's places in Arizona, and it's like we like our road trips. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to live out in the fucking desert, God, then get on a goddamn highway and drive. You know, and so that's exciting. You know, you say that, and I just I, so I was watching last night. It's on Netflix. Um, uh, what the fuck is it called? Um, Song Exploder. I've heard about this, yeah. So, one of the episodes is about the killer's song, uh, When You Were Young. And they basically, it's just an episode, or it's a show where they break down how songs are made, and they talk to the artists. And, oh. You know, and the killers are from Las Vegas, and I yeah. knew them coming up, and I saw them in their other bands before they were the killers. So, like, I know this guy's story, you know, and our good friend, uh, Dr. Jared Keen, PhD, um, he wrote a book, he wrote the the definitive book on the, on the killers and their rise to fame. Anyway, so, you know, but they're talking about Las Vegas and they're talking about, you know, their second album, Sam's Town, and they're showing, you know, the desert. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm, I was getting so homesick. 
So yeah, you nostalgic. talk about like, I, I, I miss the desert so much. And I, this is a complete, uh, you know, I've taken us off the road. So bring it I'm back. Fine. But like, I, yeah, man, you're going to have time to do that stuff that you want to do. actually oh, do it. Fuck, I'm going to, you know, I've great. been in Las Vegas for a year and a half. Now, granted, I, you know, and again, I'm not complaining because arguably, I mean, I have run a sports book. I have run a slot floor. I know how to process hell of a run. Jaguar. Yeah, I have. I've spent a year and a half. I know a lot. I mean, I'm certainly not, you know, like the the grand old dumb of the fucking casino, but I know a lot of shit mm-hmm. that I certainly didn't know before. Yeah, I know that I'm really gonna. I'm I'm putting a a thirty or a ninety day three month uh, limit, and I'm going to write uh, my book. You know, and I know what the title of it is. It's going to be called Casino at the End of the World. And it is going to be about my experience. It's going to be two things, but uh, sort of the experience of why anybody would move to the fucking desert. Hmm. And I mean, why would anybody do this? In 1905, I'm starting the book with Rhyolite, Nevada, which is a ghost town. Why would anybody come here? There's nothing here, but there is. And that's what I, I want to... And then I'm going to talk about off-strip casinos. And then I'm going to talk about my time... Going literally going from public radio to a goddamn off strip casino on the corner of Tropicana and Fifteen with a truck <laughs> plaza, prostitutes and meth dealers. I mean, yeah. that is a real leap, and I think it's I think it's gonna be a really fun book. So I'm gonna write that. So I'm actually really excited about 2021. I don't. I mean, I don't. Other than like get a vaccine, I'm, I don't really have any. Uh, resolutions but i don't do resolutions anyway because i I'll, I'll do my resolutions sort of throughout yeah i mean i've lost i've lost in the last uh since september i've lost 18 pounds so i'm doing that one fine i need I to need weigh to myself that. i think i need to check myself because i yeah i got i got the covid fat and i was like uh I, you know because my my sweet spot's 185 mm-hmm. and which is what i weighed in high school and when i lost the 80 pounds that's what i shot for and I, I'd somewhere around September, I realized, uh, like August, September, I was hitting 208. Mm. And I went, oh, I'm back on the road to becoming giant fat Don. So I went, boom, this is it. And so I'm down to 190 and I got five more pounds. Well, I'm probably, you know, well, I'm, you know, I, I'm sure that when I get back from Kansas, I will have gained a few pounds, a few of those pounds yeah. back because it's. That is one benefit of not going to you know, see. The, you know, family, the in-laws for Christmas is I'm not going to eat as often and as mm-hmm. much and as, I mean, you know, my, my mother-in-law's cooking is great, but like, like most, you know, a lot of people, snacks, fucking constantly, candy, Constant cookies, snacks. whatever, just, nom, nom, nom. Oh, yeah. and I'm trying really hard to cut back on that stuff. Um, forget the fact that I literally right now next to me, I have a box of Andy's mints that, you know, are part of Katie puts a few of these in my advent calendar boxes when it's my See. my day and then gives me the rest. And I, uh, you, you love know, them. I just, yeah, no, I've no, got no, a no, sweet tooth it. that I'm trying to kick because I don't want to get, you know, the type two yeah. diabetes like daddy's got. There you go. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot of things on the horizon that, you know, Katie's got on this new career path of 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 design and real estate and functionality and so that's exciting for her and yeah you missed all that because you're not on facebook anymore you're not on the social yeah, I'm media not, stuff. i'm not on any of that shit yeah yeah i'm by the way talk about a great goddamn choice yeah i 
Man, I'm telling you, it's the fucking best choice I ever made was to get off of Facebook, get off of Twitter, get off of Instagram. It's, ah, it's like a fucking new lease on life. I feel like, I, you know, I feel a little bit like I did when I would go to Blockbuster Video when I was in fucking high school. It's just <laughs> so much more fun. It's so much more fun not arguing, hating people that I don't know. Let's talk about Blockbuster. I miss that shit. I was saying I loved that. I loved going to Blockbuster. I it was loved... the most fun thing you could do. I loved going to malls. I miss going yeah. to malls. Like I love we've been, malls. Yeah, we've been watching the, you know, the we've got the Hallmark Channel app for Christmas, so we can watch those okay. stupid fucking movies. And it is amazing how many movies that were like filmed in 2015, 2018, 2019, 2020, where there are scenes at the mall and where the yeah. malls are not, you know, deserted. deserted. Yeah, there's like they're yeah. thriving. They're not even they're like no, slow. Yeah. They're now, thriving. To, today the malls look like they're from the dawn of the dead. Yeah. They don't if they, they're you even know, they're still there. Yeah. And empty, I filled miss, with cracks and like I grass miss going. Nothing the... made me feel made it feel more like Christmas than going to the mall and like walking through J.C. Penney or Macy's or whatever the anchor store was, and the music and the smell, of the perfume. Like walking through Marshall Fields or Macy's, whatever the, you know downtown. Yeah. Like I'm not doing that this year. Which is a bummer because when I was going into the office, my I, I would take the pedway and the pedway went okay. goes right under Macy's. Right underneath, yeah. And no doubt, I would be up the, if I was still going to work there, you know, going to the office. I'd be up there and be like soaking up all the Christmas, and it sucks that we don't have that. Uh, but we'll have it next year. Yeah, but next year. So I'm looking forward to just doing stuff again and. It, it it does feel like there's like shit's gonna shit's gonna change shit's gonna well, happen. Twenty twenty. I mean, we we as a country, I I would argue I would argue that uh, as as a country, and this is economically, this is health wise, this is um, our our government and you know and our our leadership, and we real twenty twenty really was. Well, I don't think we hit rock bottom, but it's about as close to rock bottom as I think we could have gone without just completely fucking I think going we were away scraping, of a third world country. We were scraping our backs against the rocks. We were, yeah, we could we feel didn't, the we rocks. Didn't run it, we didn't run the ship fully aground. Yeah, we we were getting coral reef cuts on yeah. the bottoms of our feet. Yep. You know, that's what, that's. But but I think 21, 2021, it gives us the opportunity. Now, whether we take it or not right. that's, is that's entirely thing, yeah. remains to be seen. But there is the opportunity to say, okay, we've really, we've really, you know, we elected a buffoon who was authoritarian, but too stupid to actually make any good, <laughs> credible. I mean, you know, he's an authoritarian, like, but he was an idiot, moron. Yeah, I mean, what a fucking terrible authority. What a like the dumbest dictator of all time. You know, it was like Goofy. It was like Goofy from the the old uh, uh, Disney cartoons. Yeah. As if Goofy was a dictator. You know, I mean, he's like, what the fuck is I going on? I think it's on? if Pluto was a dictator because Goofy. No, cause, I feel like. Pluto was actually quite. Pluto was actually quite uh, adept. He was the dog. Goofy was the uh, one that was just too right, stupid yeah. to get anything done. He was just. <laughs> or was it I mean, more like Donald Duck, who was too furious at everything all the time? Uh, maybe, to get maybe, shit right. but, but whatever yes, it was, okay. yeah, we yes. had a cartoon analogy understood, and right? <laughs> and he's gone, and so and so that's the thing is, and, and I really do think you know, I think there is. Uh, a trending backlash to 
both the 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 far right white supremacy and and a lot of that kind of nonsense. There's there's a serious, but not a backlash from the woke, a backlash from the rest of us. Mm-hmm. And I also think there's a real backlash to the excesses of the woke and and the far far left progressives that they're realizing. I mean, it's one of the things I thought was really funny. Uh, AOC even made the comment she just shits all over the moderate Democrats and then says, yeah, but if we don't know how to play the game, we're not going to get a goddamn fucking thing done. And that is a realization that everybody on either side of the crazies needs to recognize is if you keep pushing your crazy without compromise, eventually we're going to stop it. We're just going to ignore you. We're going to stop listening. Yep. And and, and I, I see that like reason like reason and, and rational thought is like starting to come to play and I and I'm 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 very optimistic about twenty twenty one. I I yeah, I I'm optimistic too. I but I also I, I'm cautiously optimistic because it takes energy to be rational. It takes energy to be thoughtful. And we are a uh, a species that is quick to tire and we fall back in our comfort zones of rage and other otherness very quick i mean look at the history of the united states i mean i you know i think that uh jimmy carter's election was the answer to the exhaustion of the corrupt government of you know lbj and uh, and then certainly Nixon, for Nixon, Christ's sake, Nixon, you know, yeah, I mean, LBJ yeah, with, with the Vietnam Nixon. War and the lying about getting us, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, certainly Nixon. And then, you know, like, do we even count Ford, you know, <laughs> but then, but then, but, uh, Not you really. know, Carter, he, was only, he was only president for two years, two, so that doesn't really count. Right. Not even two. And, you know, then Carter got stomped with Reagan because they were like, fuck this shit. And I think that Trump was the, the Carter version in reaction to Obama's goodness. I do you know what I mean? Like we, we had this yeah. weird thing. And then okay, we're maybe we overdid it. At least I hope that's that's what it is. That we can find yeah. some kind of like I'm I'm with Bernie, I'm with AOC, like I'm I'm kind of all about the new Green Deal. Like let's let's get let's get rid of coal. It's not sustainable yeah. we know that but let's take these people who work in coal and let's train them let's create these programs so they can work and fucking win so they so we're not just getting rid of their jobs i i hope that this year this coming year we have a lot of that we have a lot of this thoughtful where we all slow down and pause for a second yeah and, and take a minute to think the and greater listen good and the like greater oh, good rather than the individual tribal good you're not trying to take my my job for me and my dad and my granddaddy who were coal, coal diggers, you're trying to help us out and keep food on the table because, huh, there's no fucking coal left. We dug and done, dug it all up. Daddy and granddaddy done dug it all up. Yeah. I I really, I really hope so. But I always feel this way, you know, Christmas and New Year's. And then by February, I'm like, oh, fuck. The thing is, I don't think we're going (laughs) to, I don't think the progressive ideals are going to go as far as we think they are, mainly because they're not as popular as we want them to be. Right. I don't think we're going to get Medicare for all because, no. and it's not because it's not because the Republicans hate it. It's because most of the country's not ready to do that. It's bad communication. 
the yeah, messaging well, the is, is shit from the it, left. It, 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 uh, yeah, it, yeah. It's, well, yeah, I mean, if you scream at me over and over and over and call me a piece of shit, then I'm probably not going to buy you know your goddamn magazine subscription. I'm pretty sure. But you, you know? do need someone to scream at you and call you a piece of shit if you're ever going to come. No, I think that's just you oh, that's just me. And your weird okay. sex thing. Because okay. I don't need. Uh, I mean, Dana likes to get pretty aggressive uh, and and you know like demean me, yeah. but it doesn't really do anything for me. Oh, so. you should give into that, man. She's a dominatrix in training, yeah. um, and I am not a submissive in training. So it's just one of those things where it's like, all right, all right, go ahead, hit me with a shoe. Yeah, set me on fire. Oh God, whatever, set me on fire. Look, nice, nice. But yeah, I think 2021 is going to be, uh, it could go either way, but I, I, I'm excited. I, just, I think more of the, the future. Like, I feel like, all right, man, that was a weird fucking stretch there, wasn't it, everybody? And I'm also coming out of, you know, 2021, 2022, like the Biden administration, the next four years. Sure. Let's see. So what, 2024, Harry will be six, seven? Like he'll be a boy yeah or he'll like be he'll be a, a kid you know and not yeah. not a baby or a toddler anymore so like that's a weird thing to think about is it'll be coming like our lives are going to be changing in in the most subtle and dramatic ways just because of our child there may be a second child on the way at that you know like there's who the fuck no i'm not saying she's not pregnant right now what are you trying what are you trying to say david you're trying to say you got her knocked up again no i'm trying to say that maybe i want to but no, it, no, not at all. <laughs> um, but you know, it, a lot can change in four years, and yeah, that's true. There's been, you know, we've always had the discussion, you know, two kids, so we'll, we'll we're not going to do it when we have no room in the fucking apartment or there's a fucking pandemic happening. Yeah, well, that I mean, that's one of the things Dana and I talk about with this new job. I'm making more money, so that we were talking about our our lease is up in September, and we're definitely going to look if things are really sticking. Then we're going to look for like a house to rent because I don't really want to own property. Oh God, not, I was really I'm hoping you would say look for a kid to adopt, and I would say Harry will be seven soon. No, no. I'll, the thing is, I'm not going to adopt your kid, but I will absolutely put him into slave labor. So if you want to oh, send okay. him this way. I mean, we're in Nevada. I There's want him to have a good very work lax. That is There's very, very important lax. I can give him. I can give him yeah. shit to do. Yeah, because what I'm saying is, maybe we'll have a yard, and if we have a yard, um, <laughs> we'll, then I, we'll build I, a little fence, and he can run around in can, it. I can put a fence in there, put a little, put a little chain around his sure. neck, and have him clean, have him clean shit. You know, like sweep that. He does. All he does love gravel. to sweep. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's all dirt and gravel. Well, then sweep it to one side, and then sweep it to the other side. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Make it a zen garden, you little shit. Right. That's what you do. <laughs> You know, I, I, I'm fine I'm, taking your kid off your hand for a while. If I identified as a parent, I would totally be okay with that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's like, I, I'm I'm excited for just, there's just so much opportunity for newness. Yeah. And I'm excited for that because I feel like 2020 and even 26, you know, the last four years, it's, I'm wearing these we're all wearing these old, dirty, ripped jeans, and not in that good way. Like, oh, these jeans. Not the stone wash. Like these, these are shit. These are like we, we washed them wrong, and they've shrunk. You were sleeping underneath a semi truck trailer cab. Yeah. In a in a in a in a, in a fucking truck plaza for like the last six days. Like the, dirty. The cool rips aren't even. Yeah. They're not even cool. They're just like. They're just they're like in the back in the pockets, so they're functionally yeah. fucked up. They're not even cool, like you know, on the knees from sliding across the ground or anything fun like that. No, they're just yeah. 
their unfortunate rips. And I feel like let's get some fucking let's get a new wardrobe. Let's let's go shopping. That's kind of yeah. how I feel about. Let's go to the mall. You know, let's go to the mall. Let's go to the mall. Yeah. So that's how I'm looking at 2021. It's going to be a, a year where we make a, make the Mall of America great again. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> All right, Simeon cohort. Here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. So my first thing this week uh, is a it's a listen. And this is taking a lot of bravery for me to, to recommend this. It's a podcast called Bagman, and it's brought to you by NBC, or MSNBC, <sighs> presented by Rachel Maddow. What the fuck are you talking about? Did that come out of your mouth? It did. It did. I've got it on recording. It's recorded now, so you're stuck with it. Uh, Rachel Maddow recorded this maybe like two years ago. Um... It's about Spiro Agnew, uh, oh, Nixon's okay. vice president. And like yeah. that Spiro Agnew was going through his own investigation from the American Justice, you, you know, U.S. Justice Department. Yeah. Totally separate from Watergate, but at the exact same time. Like Spiro Agnew was a gigantic piece of shit. And oh, yeah. In a way, made the mold for what Trump did. Where Spiro. Blaming everything on everyone else. Deny, deny, deny. Blame other people. Vilify everyone else. Which is the Roger, St- which is what you know Roger Stone and Trump's other you know fill in the the role daddies had taught him to do. Roger Stone, of course, having a back tattoo of Nixon's fucking face. Yes, you know, but um, it's it's an interesting podcast if you like history. Um, and Rachel Maddow, who I respect because she is very smart and great for her, but she's a condescending. F- fucking asshole on her show i knew knew it had to come out sooner sooner or later but her condescension is so much more palpable when it's audio only okay that's fair even when you can hear you know her pause like you can you know how she talks you can hear her facial expressions and it makes you want to punch your fucking ear your your headphones but this is it's much more palpable and it's interesting and it's it's a it's a cool listen um and it's called Bagman. And then after Bagman. that, take a break from Mitchell Maddow. Nope. Yeah. My first thing is, you know, you've just had some Christmas time. You've enjoyed your Christmas. Um, and in keeping with sort of like uh, going through 2020 and coming out the end of things, um, I this is a watch. It's from 2003, directed by Danny Boyle. Hmm. I want you to watch 28 Days Later. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, because that's, uh, I watched it. I didn't, I wasn't even thinking of the parallels to what 2020 felt like. <laughs> but as I watched it, I went, oh, fuck, this is exactly like somebody waking up at the end of 2020. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? It's really good. It's, it's so much better than you remember it. That's all I'll say. Okay. And it, and it ends very hopeful, kind of. Mm. So that's my first thing. Ah, uh, hope. The torment of man. Uh, My next thing is a, uh, it's a watch, and I mentioned earlier, Song Exploder on Netflix. Um, It starts with with Dua Lipa's Love Again. The next episode is The Killers. uh, When You Were Young, the third episode is 
Trent Reznor or Nine Inch Nails uh, oh, hurt. Nice, nice. But That's yeah, good. it's just like if you're like a music dork, like interviews with the artists of how they came up with the song, and you know, and not just the artists, but the producers, the the musician, you know, the session musicians. Um, and you know, they're they're half hour episodes. It's uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's cool. Fun. It's very it's very fun. All right, and my second thing is again, you know, we've we've kind of dealt with. Uh, a very rough year and we're looking for you know we're looking for government to kind of be helping in stepping in there's vaccines you know this kind of stuff so my second thing is a watch i want you to watch it's from 2007 it is uh directed by juan carlos fresnadillo um it is 28 weeks later mm-hmm. 28 weeks later um I, I and i know it sounds depressing but i, I guarantee and it ends pretty fucking depressing as well. However, this is the pessimistic part of me. The cynical part of me is looking at 2021 and going, oh God, I hope it's not this. Yeah. But I, I recommend 28 weeks later. My third thing was, uh, it was a read. The Facebook is a doomsday machine. The Atlantic. Oh, okay. You recommended I that, last that last week. week yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to switch it up because uh, one, it was already recommended and you should have fucking read it. Um, yeah. But two, sticking with the theme of numbers, 28 days later, 28 weeks later, uh, Katie pulled up an old movie from 1999 called 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, it's a great movie. God, that movie it's is Heath great. Ledger. Heath Ledger. It's yep. Heath Ledger, yeah. Yep. And, and who's the... Who's the, uh, the... Yeah, the actor that played the role you're thinking of. The girl. Yeah, she, was, uh, she performed in it. Yeah, she played okay. a character. She was good. Yeah, she was good. Whatever. I can't remember. I can't her remember was. her name right now. Um, she didn't die, so fuck her. No, she's still alive, right? So who cares? Yeah, we only remember the dead. That's exactly right. Uh, That's a good movie. It's yeah. such it like it's the best of like the nineteen ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand stretch where there are all these teen movies. It's mm-hmm. I think it's the best of them. It it really it really is fun, and it's a it's a solid film. It's ta- right, it's taming of the shrew. It's yeah. But, well, that's what I say. Yeah. it's based on Shakespeare. Uh, but Larry yeah, Miller it's... before he was unfunny and unlikable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, ten things I fucking just all right have a blast. And I'm gonna take a. I'm gonna take. You, you, and you, I think you're basically. I don't, I don't know how you're gonna react to this, but uh, about five months ago on the Apecast, I recommended an album because I don't usually recommend albums. Yeah. That was that was kind of unusual for me. To recommend and it was uh that was taylor swift's eight eighth album folklore mm-hmm. which i don't know if you listen to it I but i fucking love i mm-hmm. think it's i think it's just beautiful and wonderful well she just released her second and her ninth ninth second album this year and her ninth studio album evermore and it's just as fucking good mm. so i'm going to recommend as you're getting into your new year just Go on to you know, go on there and let Spotify, whatever Apple Music, however you listen to music. Taylor Swift, she is quickly becoming one of my favorite musical artists. That has been her her goal all along for the to cap, to, capture to win. the fifty five year old white man. Yeah, yeah, the fifty five year old white man wants. vote yep. is what she's looking for for the Grammys. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. And that's the show. Thank you so much for yeah. listening. Thank you for have a happy new year, happy new year, and sticking around Be through twenty twenty for those of you who did, and those of you, you who didn't make it, it through. Uh, how are you listening? You aren't listening. How in yeah, the exactly. fuck are you listening? 
You can listen to the Literate Ape Cast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast Jones. If you enjoy listening to Two White Guys Holding Court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com.